And we are back after a small hiatus from the video, because we had a few technical issues. We are back with sound and vision. Well, the police impounded the footage, so we had to, you know, once yeah. it verified that Wayne was wearing clothes. Apparently, man mankinis can be offensive Especially after 8 o'clock at night. And made out of uh, cling film. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Good evening, listener land. What we got? As you can see, we're all in the studio again. We've got Wayne with his with his grumpy face T-shirt on, and we've got Louis with his grumpy face, and my good self who is the grumpy, grumpy. face. <laughs> Keep on grumping. Yeah, that's it. <clears throat> we're all wearing quite dark colours today. Yeah, well, we saw how fat we looked last time. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just speak it how it is. Is that what it is? <laughs> I must say, you both have lost lots of weight. <laughs> yes, we've we've constantly been on treadmills. <laughs> no, 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 no. The fat suit I was wearing last time, I took it off. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> I think you've left bits of it on. Thank you. Well, the, the camera does add a, a swollen corpse, doesn't it? A what? A swollen corpse. <laughs> No, no, I, it was purely by chance, I've got to admit, that I was wearing black this evening. And I shall stick to that regardless. Reg yeah. So we lost. Oh, wait, somebody's died again, have they? Sorry? Somebody's died again? Yeah. And I want to bring him up because we spoke about it when Sean was here. We did. I was going to fetch him up as well. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. Mr. Buffett. Mr. Yes. Mr. Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. Jimmy Buffett died. And I've got a particular story about Mr. Buffett. In 79... He was in the East Dean Club. No. <laughs> in 79, because he, he liked to fly. Hold on a minute. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Did you just burp down the microphone? <laughs> not thinking he thinking repressed it. No, <laughs> not intentionally, just popped up. <laughs> okay, it's going to be one of them nights to see. <laughs> At least you got that in, you know, right? Not the other. <laughs> Yeah, in 1979, because Buffet was a bit of a pilot. He liked his planes, apparently, and he liked to fly. And he got a seaplane. You know them big seaplanes? I think it was he a seaplane. I think it was an ex-forces plane, and it's this big seaplane, and he used to pick his mates up and then skip over to islands and things like that. And that's exactly what he did. Chris Blackwell, who owned um, Island Records, and Bono and his wife and kids... He picked them up and they were taking them for jerk chicken in Jamaica. Oh, as you do. As you do. Yeah. Not just Some... going into town for KFC. Yeah, some people are too good for KFC, aren't they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but the problem was, as they were coming into land, there'd been somebody had informed the, the, the local Jamaican police that there was going to be some drug trafficking on that side of Ireland. And when Jimmy Buff is landing on the sea, because it's a seaplane, the police started to fire at him and it shot bullet holes in the plane. With Bono on it? With Bono and his wife and two kids and uh, Chris Blackwell from Island Records. Seems like a bit of an extreme uh, reaction. Would that be, is, I mean, just, is that the first thing you go to, just open fire on a plane? Don't ask questions first. Well, I suppose they were thinking, well, they might just turn around and fly back off. Yes, it were. Well, but you're not allowed to land in Jamaica? You, well, not with drugs. I didn't know they got drugs. They, they were suspect, they, they thought that they'd been tipped off that this plane were coming in and it were carrying drugs. Obviously, it wasn't that plane. Well, it might have been for all we know, but it wasn't. They were shooting that too many. Oh, right. 
So they eventually stopped, or people were recognised as not being drug dealers and to search the plane. They were very apologetic. Bonner was having none of it. He hightailed it straight back to America. He was he was disgusted with everything that had gone on. Uh, I mean, I'd have been a bit upset, to you be honest. Be, you wouldn't you? Yeah, you yeah. would. You've got your, kid, your wife and kids with yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, and you've got a hell of a lot of cocaine, so you're gonna you're gonna get gone, aren't you? Yeah, you just but call you just going for some chicken and the shooter, aren't you? It's a bit like going to KFC, isn't it, through Park Gate? Yeah. Well, Must have been that bang it's bang. It's very simple. It's very simple. But what they were going to do is they were going to stop at the local uh, this hotel that Chris Island uh, from Island Records, Blackwell. I keep forgetting his second name. That Chris Blackwell owned from Island Records. He owned an hotel on Island, and it used to be. Ian Fleming's, the bloke who wrote the 007 books. Bonds. Bond books. And it was called what? 007. Oh, you've been? No. Bond Island. It was called Goldeneye. Lund. No. <laughs> Goldeneye. Lund. Lund. <laughs> no, the hotel were called, or the, the, the hotel complex and everything there, because it wasn't just a hotel, it was like a complex there of huts and might even be in a golf course, I don't know. But it was called Goldeneye. Did they have a, an and George on-site? Martin used to own it at one time, I think. George Martin? Yeah, I think so. Oh, no, he owned... Yes, he did. I'm sure he owned it. Anyway, it don't matter. Didn't he own boots? Some boots? <laughs> yeah, I think he had some boots. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Martins. Doc Martin. Oh, right. I'm with you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Keep up. They're going to come thick and fast. Yeah, they're not. Well, I imagine this hotel, <laughs> there'd be an on-site like, doctor, wouldn't there, though? And do- that'd be do- Doctor Dr. Martin. Doctor No. Oh, yeah. I was just thinking Dr. Goldeneye. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dr. Goldeneye. Talk, you mentioned Bono there. Do you know how Bono got his name? Um, was it Paul? Is that his name? Yeah. How, how, how we become, to become, I, I become Bono? Bono. It, haven't he got like an artist friend who nicknamed him that? No. Oh. He got named Bono. He used to eat dog biscuits. <laughs> he did. All right, but then. that's not how he got it. Oh. <laughs> he, he got his name Bono, and he was named after an earinade store in Dublin called Bonavox. Bonavox. It was Bonavox, named after a what? Sorry, an earinade store, a shop a in shop? Dublin that sell earinades, yeah. and it was called Bonavox. Okay. And he didn't like it at first. No, I was surprised until he got told. That in Latin it means a good voice, and he thought, "I'll have that." Why would somebody say? And that's say, why. Hey, I'm going to call you Bono. Bonavox. And that's how he got Bonavox show. And that's how he got his name. It's a good job of passing Woolworths, isn't it? Yeah, they called him Woolo. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. Pick a mix. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to doubt it. Here, not for one minute, because you know it, it just uh, no. A strange one, though, isn't it? I mean, nicknames can be, but they're usually based on the name, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. What, what, when I read it, I thought, oh, that's an odd one. Yeah. I wonder how many people know that, apart from him. Bono fans. Probably. Of which there's quite a few. There's at least 12. Yeah. Not oh. in here. Not, not, well, there's one in here, isn't there? No, he's, he's, a, he's a very popular man, he, but he does polarise people, doesn't he? Well, it's only because of all of his charity work, and, you know, <coughs> people hate charities. So. Yeah. Tax evasion, you mean? Yeah, I think tax evasions and putting an album on your phone when you don't ask for it and sort of an air of self-righteousness. Yeah, and one that you can't get rid of. 
Mm. Yeah, take that aside though. It's um, it's it's all right. Yeah, yeah. it's it's all right. There was once this so a, a few years back, uh, maybe like two thousand and eighteen or nineteen. He was knocked off his bike and he broke his arm in Central Park. Somebody, oh yeah, I remember somebody that. stepped in front of him and he broke his arm, and they made sort of light of it. And for part of some sort of charitable fund, like the I think it's like Red Fund. I think it's got some sort of co-foundership of something called Red. Uh, you could enter a competition to win uh, like an afternoon riding a bike with Bono in Central Park. And I, I was in an office environment at the time. I was like. Well, that'd be uh, that'd be fun, wouldn't it? And they're like, "No, I won't, I won't want to. You could make me ride a bike with Bono." <laughs> These were women, by the way, very deep voices. Uh, you could make me ride a bike with Bono, and I, I'm I, from Barnsley. I beg to differ because if you'd want a bike ride with Bono, you'd go. You would go. You would. You, yeah, I think yeah. you would. Yeah. Depends what day. On a tandem on a Tuesday. <laughs> With Bono. No, but you would, wouldn't you? You would. All right, I'll pose the same question because a very similar thing happened to another person. I won't waste a day's holiday for that. You wouldn't have, You wouldn't go on a bike ride with Nothing Bono? Nothing was it, we, no. <laughs> what about the other fella that had a very similar incident? I won't go for a bike ride with him. Who? Simon Cowell. Did he no. fall off his bike? He, he did the same thing, yeah. No. Well, I'm not bothered about Simon Cowell. Just... No, but I'm putting the question, would you oh. go for a bike ride with him? Because he did a similar thing. No, no, I wouldn't. No, no. I wouldn't. I would, well, I would go with Bono. Only, the, only for the reason that I don't think I'd be able to restrain myself from asking about his face. <laughs> what happened there, Simon? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fell off his bike. I, I, it looks like a poor man's waxwork. Yeah, I'd have to it. ask him about his early career and how he got into being, you know, what he did with music business when he was just work, working out of the broom cupboard. But at least I've got more to ask Bono, I think. Yeah, it's not that bad. About his musical what, like, career. What were the actual figure? Sorry? <laughs> like, oh, the tax. What was what, the actual tax? What figure? was the actual figure? Yeah. Well, you, you could also you could always ask that, I suppose. But no, I'm just thinking, you know, his edge really difficult to work with because he's fiddling about with his tone all the time. <laughs> You're not going to get sick. I mean, technically, what Bono did, he didn't break the, the law. He just, he just, is him and his. His, his tax his accountant took advantage of a loophole because aren't they registered as a company like on one of that Canary Islands? Yeah, like yeah, it's not fair, yeah. Really. well, it's not fair. It's dirty dealing. As Whitney Houston once said, it's not right, but it's okay. I don't remember this. You said it last week. This it's you? not right, but it's okay. I don't know the song. No, I don't. Oh, well, somebody will. You'll know. And they're laughing now. Yeah. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> Mark is. <laughs> oh, the smart kids are laughing. No, Mark. Oh, right, okay. But smart kids are laughing, yes. <laughs> I've got something somewhere about... Um, smart kids. Smart, smart kids. kids. Oh, right, that's interesting. No, but uh, no, I, I'll get to that later. What, well, I'll tell you what, bring that closer to you, because what happens is you get really close to that microphone. Okay. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, what about Cliff? <laughs> Cliff, oh, Williams? Cliff Richard. Cliff Richard. What about him? Well, I know he's your favourite, Wayne and Louis. Uh, Wired for Sound is a really releasing, good song. He's oh, releasing a, Christmas a new album. album. At Christmas, don't No, no. It's coming out any day now. And he's releasing a new album, but the first offering will be a, a single from, the, from that. From 1962, The Young Ones. He's done a new recording of The Young Ones. And... Uh, 
<laughs> and it's done it in an orchestral manner, as is the uh, flavour of the month this month. Everybody's doing an orchestral version of everything, aren't they? Well, El uh, Cliff is doing an orchestral version and of make, all... And making its own Christmassy. Who's Cliff, anyway? Cliff Richard. Uh, no, no, I mean Sir Cliff. Oh, sorry, Sir Cliff. Sir Cliff Richard. Yeah, Sir Cliff. He's doing an orchestral album of some of his hits. Right. Not all of his hits, obviously, because there's too many. What? Which ones would you like to hear in an orchestral version? What, by Cliff? Yeah. Um, the last one, just as it's going off. In fact, if I, I remember facts about your birthday week, at the, at the week of your birth, yeah. it was uh, the number one hit uh, record at the time was Walking, Talking, Living Doll. Living Doll. Uh, well, that's sort of... You can imagine that on a cello. That's a trombone, isn't it? Well, that's a trombone, yeah, but there's a cello as well. Oh, there. sorry. Right. I didn't realise that that bit there. Uh, well, that's that little hat they put over it. <laughs> no, but the, but the funny thing is about this little story about uh, Alan Partridge, I mean Cliff Richard, is that what he's going to call the album? Cliff's Greatest It's. No. Um, between a cliff and a hard place? No, you <laughs> No, it's going to be called Cliff Me Alone. Cliff with strings. <laughs> Slash. Puppet. Puppet. No. Oh. My Kind of Life. Oh. I think it sounds so Alan Partridge, that. Uh, yeah, it is a bit, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. My Kind of Life. From Norwich. What would you call a Cliff Richard album? Bad. Crap. Try again. <laughs> Very bad. Yeah. No. Why no I, I, there's a lot of fans of Cliff out there. I would I would call it um Shadow Cabinet. Uh no, I think I would call it difficult. My kind of life. Yeah, uh, my kind of life. I call it. it nearly. Nearly, nearly Cliff. Nearly. Well that'll be near my album. Edge. Nearly. Cliff Edge. <laughs> Edgy Cliff. No, I, I don't, no, I just, it's just, it's too cheesy for me. It's gone beyond pop. I know I was got a status within the UK music industry because of what he did when he was younger, but... Yeah, but didn't he get done for that? No, but it just, uh, allegations will get you a lawyer. I'm not allegating, no. <laughs> allegating. <laughs> no, oh, he was playing in shadows, weren't he? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I just think it's it was just extremely cheesy. But it, it obviously had a lot of life because it's continued to be popular. So a lot of people like it. Like I've said before in this podcast, I'm a big fan of his uh, calendars. You are a big fan of his calendars. They, yeah, they tell a story. I'd like to. Hopefully, this never happens. But when Cliff moves on to the other side, uh, I'd like to buy the autobiography of him just from calendars, <laughs> just to see how he's developed through the years. Every picture tells a story, as Rod Stewart once said. They also described it as contemporary but classic. Ooh. It's, again, Alan. Yeah. Ooh, it's contemporary content. but classic. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's so, neither, is it? It's no. not contemporary because they're from 1962. No, no, but it's a reimagined which is making contemporary, right? But that and the, and it's the old ones that make it classic. So contemporary classics. Yeah. That's what they should have called the album. Cliff, contemporary classics. Yeah, but that sounds like you're describing him. And he could he could sign copies away at like a GML stand, you know, along with like a super chamois. 
Super chamois, what's that? I don't know. It's or it, something it, good though. He couldn't do a weekend bike ride. A weekend bike ride. Would you ride Cliff. would you ride your bike with Cliff? No. Yeah, I think I would. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I'd ride I'd ride a bike with Cliff just just to you know, just to see if he swears. No, he don't. Oh, I don't. I think he does. I think he knows words I, we don't even know. I think he does. Yeah, but they're not swear words. I think they're like... They're like Hebrew and stuff like that, won't they? He's so aggressive, he probably swears with a knife in his mouth. <laughs> no, I think he's... I think he's... He's one of these people that you don't expect to swear, but he's... But he's blue. Oh, he's like Bernard Manning. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just can't imagine him, can you? No, you can't. That's the thing. No. And keeping on the topics of Cliff... Oh, okay. I didn't know you got some uh, hot to topics there by Cliff. Hot topics by Cliff, but a different Cliff. All right. Cliff this Burton. Cliff Williams. Don't know him. The bass player from ACDC. He's come out of retirement to uh, do their new uh, tour. Okay. And it's the it'll be the first concert since September 2016. Do you know, if my life had depended on it, I wouldn't have known that he played for ACDC. I, I wouldn't have known. No. On, uh, I've right heard up. some of drummers near because they've been it news have been uh, in trouble. Put it mildly. For things. For things. But I've never heard anything about I didn't know. Didn't know that Cliff what is it called his name? Cliff Williams. Cliff Williams. No. Yeah, he's come out of retirement. Wow. The, the touring. Okay, when the touring? I, th I think it's either end of this year or the beginning of next? They tend to do a, like a what they like to call a fall tour, don't they? Mm. Autumn, we call it. Is that just like a short tour? Yeah. And like autumn, break for Christmas, back in after Christmas, yeah. end of January, do another month. It depends. It could be one of these like tours mm. that... It, Maybe they're expensive in the summer. Guns and Rose would have done, yeah. Like they're your prime, sorry, they're your premium slots. They're the expensive artists. Yeah. They do them in the summer, and then well, they Guns get and Roses have just been on tour for about five years, aren't they? What if Brian can? What if Brian can still do it? Yeah, it'd be interesting. Speaking of uh, coming out of retirement, I'd watch that. Your oh. mate Bruce Dickinson. He's, he's, he's retired. Got a, he's got a new album. Oh, right. oh. He's got a, a new solo album. He's not done a solo album since 2005. Oh, he's come out and he's doing another one. About, it's called... Cliff. Bruce. No, I don't know what it's called. But get ready. Oh, I will. Yeah, run. yeah. Run to the hills. With an well, they're doing another tour anyway, aren't they? Yeah, Iron Maiden. You don't realise... I know Wayne doesn't like Iron Maiden. And, you know, I don't like bits and pieces, but... I'm not a big fan, but they are actually massive. Oh, they people all, love them. They oh, are, they are, yeah. On the arena yeah. circuit, they're massive. They've even got a beer, haven't they? What they call it? Trooper. They, they didn't get Trooper. much airplay on radio. No. Because the material being used. Because they didn't, people weren't into listening to that. They didn't get any airplay on MTV when that were out. But yeah, they're still maintained to be huge and continue to be up to today. I don't know whether they're still getting the massive crowds they used to do. I'm sure they're still getting big big crowds, though. I would have thought so. It's, they're not playing theatres, that is for sure. They'll still be playing arenas and football venues, won't they? Sports you would have thought venues. so. You would have thought so. But, yeah. Well, you'd know. Oh, yeah, being a massive uh, fan. There we go. Yeah. Got him on tape saying it. So, who has been fined 
uh, I think it's one thousand four hundred dollars, and they have to do like the community service because of what they did at a gig to a camera woman. Oh, to a camera woman. Mm-hmm. At their own gig, or was at it their like own a gig. Glastonbury type of gig? It may have been a festival, but it, I think it was their own gig. She was filming the artist in mention. Oh, I think I know something about it. Didn't they pour some beer over or something? No. The the person I mentioned spat through his nose okay. and then uh and then like spat on her again. What he blew his nose on her? Yeah, I think the technical term is a snot rocket. A snot rocket. <laughs> it's when a gentleman holds one side of the nose a and then fo- a f- the old football football move. Uh, f- yeah, snot rocket. Yeah, they all do it at football, don't they? <laughs> Yeah, yeah well. why did he do that? Did he have reason to do it? Uh, just because because this person who mentioned it is uh, a real ass. bad lad in music. An ass. So do you know who it is? No? No. It's 54. <laughs> is that now right now? 54 cents. It's 54, and he you could say he's not the beautiful people. He's Ugly Kid Joe. Marilyn Manson. Oh, right. Yeah, right. Marilyn Manson has been fined um, one... $1,400 and he has to do community service and he's doing it in California and in the state of California he's also got to alert the local police for the next two years when he's going to do a gig. Yeah? yeah. Just in case he does it again. I don't know but yeah he he decided he was going to spit and sn- uh, snot rocket on a camera one. Well he, he deserves a bigger fine than that. Yeah, it's, yeah that's, uh, that's a bad that, show. Bad show. Bad show. In that's not even, it's not even funny though. No, it's, no. No, I've never really understood the appeal of him, but that's that's what's happened recently. Well, whether you like his music and all that's it. by the by, isn't it? it's just a bad thing to do to somebody that's not that's filming him. At the end of the day, she's making him look good. But punks used to like Sex Pistols used to spit into the crowd, didn't they? Well, they did. They did. What about this one then? At a concert recently. At recently at an Adele concert. Adele snot rocketed into the crowd. She snot rocketed into a crowd. You just imagine that, can't you? Excuse me, darling. <laughs> Rumour has it. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, apparently. Now, these tickets in Las Vegas are not cheap. No, no, very They are not cheap. So she comes on stage, she starts the concert off. Straight away, this bloke stands up, starts singing. Oh, the guy with this camera stick. And, and, yeah. and he's singing. Every word to every song. And people are sat down and people say, well, we can't see. We've paid a lot for this. Whoa. Yeah. Security guards come up and says, come on, you're going to have to. But he's filming himself with selfie stick. Filming himself, singing it at a Dell concert. Well, he's got a 360 camera, so he's filming everything. Well, he's filming everything then. But I, mean, I just can't get my head around that. I've seen footage of it. Yeah, a lot of people film at gigs, don't they? That's a, the that's a thing. Now she but defends film him. yourself. Yeah, I know she did. She stood. She said this. She stopped the concert because she could see there was something that was going off. And she says, "What's the matter, darling?" And I thought she was here then. Well, you would do, wouldn't you? Yeah, she's just waiting outside. She's coming yeah. in a minute. Yeah. And so she, she, no, no, leave him alone. Leave him alone. Hope you enjoy the concert, darling. And then they carried on. I just thought, all right. I get her point, right. you know, let him do what he wants to do. But what about her other paying guests that can't see because he's been a... Yeah, I, I know he was a bit like, it, it was. I mean, he was getting really into it and he was, he's was. he got a little selfie, a, a 360 stick and he's filming it all like everyone does on the phone anyway, but he's got a stick. Anyway, the, I think the thing what was bothering people behind him is that he was stood up dancing where the other people behind him were sat down. It's a music gig. Like, yeah. 
I don't. I feel weird if you sit down here. Like they didn't want to stand up. They should just stand up. One, at, what you Juan Lucitra, they called him. At what point? Like it's fine for people at the front to stand up because a lot of them else, everybody else at the front was stood up and clapping and all sort of stuff. At what point is there a cutoff point where? Oh no, you, you can't stand up. I can when, understand when it's annoying. Become, when you become a distraction or annoyance to other paying customers, I think. Well, why can't they stand up? Well, they don't want to. They, pay for they a want seat. to sit down. But there's and everybody in that area were all seated. And he was just doing what he was doing and blocking everybody else's view. Now, I just think that's wrong. I mean, if you wanted to do it, go to the bike and do it out of the way. You know, like when you, because you're quite tall, 6'3. So if you're studying a concert somewhere, you get quite con self conscious that your people behind you can't see. Especially when they sat down. Especially when they sat down. So you wouldn't do yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I don't, I, yeah. It, I think it's, I don't think it's a black and white ish thing, but. I, yeah, I do feel self-conscious, especially standing in like a, a a pit where I feel sorry for girls who are small because they ain't got a chance. No, and if they've got a boyfriend who's tall, no one's winning. They should put on their no. shoulders. And you can't do that. It's, it's frowned upon. Really? Yeah, they should block in more people. What? Who's who's going to be nine foot? Wait, wait, if you're if you're five foot and you stood behind me and I've got somebody on my shoulders, what are you going to see? Well, it comes back well, to my point. Seen anyway. well, it's a bit unfair on the people behind you. You go like that. But you, you you can't do that. You've got your chair. Why should you lean across the person next to you? Or or this side, lean across that person that's sat next to you. Well, yeah, I understand $2,000 yeah. plus to sit and watch Adele. Is that what they're going they, at? Yeah, well, they don't, want to pay, they don't want to watch him, do they? Or hear him, at least. Yeah. I know everybody sits there and says, la, 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 la. You know, they're not the words, obviously. I'm going to say I don't know that song. No. Did Adele do that? Sorry? Did Adele do that one? Ooh la la. I think the B-side, so she dropped it. Oh, right. But I think think it would have missed for her to sort of allow him. What what I know, what could she say? Get out. She's not going to do that, is she? To be fair, I don't know. He could have stood to the side. It's a tricky one. And I really brought it up because I wanted your opinions on it. You're in favour of it, Sandra. I, I'm not necessarily in favour of him. I'm just not in favour of like sitting down at a music gig now, unless it's like the the prom, the prom, sorry, or something like that. But Adele's not doing like Adele does songs that you dance to, as well as like love songs and stuff like that. So I don't think you should be sat down at an Adele concert. I don't know. I think it's just a bit weird. They're all when I saw the footage, they all were dressed up to nines. Yeah, but here's sorry to interrupt. Here's the thing though. So like, uh, right at it, so it wasn't a flat. It wasn't a flat seating area. No, no, it it was a slope seating area. So amphitheater type setting. Yeah. So at an arena, people stand up at the back on the chairs. Yeah. They stand up and everyone's up. So if you imagine, let's imagine like a Beyonce concert. I don't imagine on the chairs they're all sat down. But what's the difference? Because. I can't see that many people dancing at an Adele concert compared to a Beyonce concert, though. I think you'll be surprised. It's not, they're not all love songs. Yeah, but they're not like they're not all dancey dancey where Beyonce's are, aren't they? So, so you're expecting. And he's shouting and belting it out, singing as loud as he can. Yeah. No, it's not it, like it's just la it, la la, it? It would annoy you. It would. Yeah. You, if, I've yeah. paid all this, I've come all this way. Yeah. You want to hear her. And. This is, is waving his selfie stick about. I can't hear or see what's going off. I'm just not happy. 
Yeah. I I think you you get annoyed with that. Wow. Yeah. I know what you're saying because you like to go to concerts and stand up. This is not that type of concert. Mm-hmm. This is a Las Vegas casino, comfy seats, you know. £2,000 a ticket. Have a nap. Yeah, yeah I, I get what you're saying. I guess there's no right answer. Or wrong answer. Or wrong answer. There's mine. And, and there's Wayne's and there's mine. <laughs> and they're all different. They're all different. They, we do appear to be all different. Although you seem to be swaying slightly on the... Yeah. Like, you know, it, you won't be happy. No. I see I, what you mean, though. I, I'd be annoyed, but... I I'd probably be... A, a, I'd be more annoyed with him that I couldn't hear her rather than I couldn't see I her. I don't think he was louder than Adele, was he? But I well, think... I think it, it would have been fairer on Adele if she'd said to uh, security... Just bring him down to the front and let him have all that area at front. There, how's that fair? Because people are paying a lot more to get to the at front. At least they can see in here. I think what what they should have done is if someone stands in front of me, like, oh well, let's stand up then, because so we can all see. And then I stand up, and the person behind me stands up. What if it's your mother? Well, she has to stand up. She can't. Of course, she can. Not for a two-hour show. Well, ten minutes. Sit back down. No, no, denied. Then we wheel her out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sticking it aisle. Facing wall. <laughs> so listen, close I've your eyes. I've paid all this money. <laughs> no. For him well, to face wall. Yeah. <laughs> Denied. Speaking of like, uh, speaking of live gigs. Right. And uh, previously on this episode, on this episode on this podcast, we've spoken about virtual reality and AI and the future AI. music. Robbie Williams is going to be doing a concert in the metaverse, brackets Web3. So that's what metaverse is, it's Web3. And it's going to be part of this uh, Hong Kong AI sort of technology day. And and it's, um, I can't remember what it's called. There's a certain platform that's um, called, but I can't remember it. But that's not important. But it's going to do a concert where you can pay and log in and watch a a virtual augmented sort of like concert. Is that what you were on about? Yeah, like a pay-per-view channel, won't we? But this is in a digital world. That'd be this, is what? this is in a digital world. So this sort of thing's happened before with a, a game called Fortnite where you've had oh, Alina Grande oh. and, um, a, 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 excuse me, another rapper and some other artists have done it and they profile themselves in the game so you can go to a certain point in the game and you can watch a performance of a song. Right. Now, these have been like 3D scanned in where they've been performing in front of a... You know, where there's dots all over them and mm-hmm. do that, and it's input into the game. This is something similar, but he's going to be doing a concert specifically in virtual reality Web 3. It's interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah. It yeah. is. Where... If he's, if he's going to have one of them... It's like a sports enhancement thing, isn't it, that monitors your moves and your all this and other. If he's going to be doing that with all that gear on him, where will he actually be? Well, well I don't actually... Is he doing a concert wearing that? No, I, I, well, I don't know. I I don't know if he'll even be wearing the, the, the suit with the dots on. I don't know if they require that anymore because there are these things with loads of cameras around where they can just basically scan you in and remove the background. Um. So it could be him and his band on a stage, on a green screen stage. Or it could be or it could be like how you would record a music video. 
Right. Um, and it will be all edited together that way. And you'll be watching like a show of, of pre-edited sort of thing. So, yeah. So he'll, he'll be doing it behind closed doors type of thing. I, I, I assume Yo, so. Will it be a green screen then? I'm, I'm, well, it'd be a way of like, you can remove the background or the, like, they'll input like a, a digital stage that is on. Yeah. And then it could be where you could pick where you want to sit. You know, it could oh. be an actual concert like that where you could mm. move to right to the front if you want to do, or you can move further back. And do you like that change. concept? Yeah, I find I it do. very interesting. I, think. I find it interesting. Yeah. I think, it, yeah. I don't think yeah. it's my preferred way of watching it, but if it was like three quid or, or something like that, I'd be like, you can watch a Robbie Williams concert and maybe it's live. I'm not sure. It's, it's probably live not, rather than pre-recorded. I'd be interested. and I, I I'm think, interested in the technical aspect of it all. I think that's going to be the future of, of how people are going to get gain access to this because currently, if you think of it this way, and you think of like environmental impact, so Billie Eilish has just finished a like four or three-year tour, world tour, and Harry Styles has finished his similar one. Now they've been traveling around the world for a few years, right? Doing this big tour, driving all the equipment around, big carbon footprint, just so they can get to people. Now there's nothing like seeing someone eye like with your eyeballs, yeah. but they could do they could do ten gigs and everyone could log in. You know, you could watch the whole tour for a minimal a minimal cost, and they could enjoy the music and. and it, it, yeah, could, it, could, it could be like... But a, I'm, I'm going to refer back to your previous statement, my lord, uh, when you were saying you would like to stand up to concert. Yeah. But that's not even standing up. Just... No, I don't think... I don't, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's just that. I think it should be probably a balance. I think it... And it might also combat the prices of concert tickets. So some, some people like Wayne, who doesn't necessarily like live music, apart from when he's there in person... They might just want to be there. They might just want to like let's watch the gig. Like they might, they might not want the stress of getting to Manchester, getting a, a room, try, navigating the way. Where it's I'm, expensive. Yeah, it's expensive. So it, how is the band's going to get paid for this? Well, they get paid by how many people enter to watch the gig. Subscription. So they'll be they'll get a percentage of whatever comes through. I think it's a great idea. Same fee, smaller fee, less money. I imagine, it'd be, I imagine it'd be less. More will go to the people that's generating it. Well, I imagine. <laughs> so they're not going to be happy. Well, it'll be like streaming. So you can have endless amount of people listen to the same album at the same time. So yeah. if, if you pay £4 or £3 or whatever it is per person to watch this live. Uh, Don't forget, but, potentially, instead of being like, say, 20,000 people in a stadium, there could be. Five million people all watching it at it. once. I get it, Wayne. It's just I'm, I'm just concerned. I, 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 I think it's a great, for the, it's a for great artists, idea. Really. It's just an option. How are they? Oh, no, I think it's, it's got to come. It's got to come. I think it'll come whether we I like it or not. Yeah, there's no option about it. <laughs> yeah. It's the way that the world's going. Yeah. But my concern is that the the only way that bands can earn money, as we've we've said many times, and it's becoming a little bit of a stale statement now, that they can only gain money by touring. Mm. And if now that that facility has been taken away from them and they're just going to get a cut of this streaming facility. I think the lion's share will go to the people that's going to be producing it and they'll just get a 2% cut. And then that, I think they'll get less than what they did if they went on a world tour. Well, they might not, but I suppose that's down to them to, to negotiate into it and say, well, you either give me 
60% of profits. A lot of bands haven't got that clout, Or I don't do it. A lot of bands haven't got that clout. I disagree because I think that there's going to be a lot of competition in, in these production. Like it'll be, it could be a, a small team that could produce this live gig, which is streamed. And there'll be so many tech um, com- uh, people who, are, who can be competitive with it, rather than like introducing logistics and where's everyone going to stay and there's food involved like that. You've got the likes of Beyonce that are still charging X amount of pounds and they're raking in all that money that they're raking in. They're not, they're not using the clout that they've got already to say, no, you're charging too much, reduce these rates because I'm not playing at your place. They're not doing that now, so they're, no. they're not going to get the option later, are they? They'll be able to say, Beyonce will be able to say, right, I want 250 million for you showing my next 10 gigs. Take it or leave it. Yeah. Yeah, I know that, yeah, there's not a lot of people that can demand but a that. little band from Leeds can't say that. No. No, but what they can do is that they can take a percentage of each person that enters that gig. So if the gig costs you five pounds, oh yeah, I'm going, I'm going up a pound every what time. I'm I say it. Is, what yeah. I'm saying is that that percentage that they'll get will be greatly reduced. Well, it, like if there's enough competition for people that could uh, air that gig, there's no reason why it should be too. They're not going to put it out for tender. It's going to be you'll get this, or else we don't do show. I don't know. So if you think about like if a, a, a university band is just getting a gig at a club, and the promoters say, okay, well. The more people that you can bring in, the more money you get, and you'll you'll get a pound out of every three or whatever. Yeah. It sounds like I'm being very negative about the idea. No, but I'm that's not. What, that's I think what they it's do. A good they, idea. So then, what would artists do? Up and coming artists, they will gain their or they, they will drive more followers on their social media accounts to go and watch their gig. So they'll build up the fan base on social media outlets. Yeah. To drive them to watch their virtual reality gig. If they're not doing that now, they're not in the game, are they? Because that's what you've well, got that, to do now. That's where it's going to go. So that's going to be their way of making money, rather because it rather than them going on the road, which should be really expensive. And maybe when they get to a certain level, maybe touring will just become something that's really, really expensive. It's just for the like these world tours. It's just for the elite artists that have got millions behind them. And then you'll get smaller artists that can just do autumn touring, where they just do uh, one gig in a country. Especially uh, like with the UK and the Brexit uh, ruling, where if you want to go into Europe to do a gig, you have to do you have to get a visa for each country that you go into, mm. and it makes it very difficult to tour. It's not only that, is it? They've got to get licenses for this and other. Oh yeah, it's it's com- it's really made it nearly impossible. But so it'll. it'll... Oh, where whereabouts are we with this this concept? I mean, is it like theoretical? Five, six, seven years out of line. No, or is it's it like we're talking like next year. No, it's it's now. It's happened. I think this news is what I've told you about. Rob Williams is old. I think he did it on like, or maybe no. I think he's doing it on the twenty seventh in Hong Kong. Right. Well, so, of this month. Yeah. So it's a real so it's thing. It's like what next weekendish. Yeah. It's. Would I, you pay to see Robbie Williams on on your screen in here? Uh, I'll watch for for four four five pounds. Yeah. Well, and you could yeah, have it as I, a, I don't you think have, you're going to get it for that. No, I don't think it's going to yeah. create it. And you you could watch it on a headset, so you could be in the room. Yes, I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just well, because yeah, um, because yeah. I'd be that interested to see the technology, just to see it and witness it and just experience it and just, yeah. I'd I'd be like, yeah. Well, yeah, no, the children, Imma's like the the crash test dummy. I don't know. I mean, it's not. I don't. He's not the first person to do this. 
So I don't think it's a crash test dummy, but I suspect that what Robbie Williams is, he appeals to a demographic. And it yeah. might be an interesting way to harbour research about how certain people find it from a different generation. So the kids are going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm well into this, yeah. blah, blah. But, do, you, do you know what will annoy me about this, though? What? And, and I fully expect to put, be putting my asset on next year and watching a gig somewhere, because I think that's the way it's going to go. But what I will, I'm dreading is it'll be the commercials that will be tagged to it. Well... I because like, they will, won't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they will. Yeah. But they're going to they're gonna drive it through advertising. Yeah. I don't yeah. think they'll just have, like, commercial breaks of the gig. I think it'll, they'll be planted around the arena yeah, or the space be, that you're in. Product placements all over the place. But that, that's what you get in rugby. That's what you, you get in well, football. Well, you do. So yeah, you it, do, but they're, 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 they're sponsors. They don't, they, don't, they don't stop the game because of it. Or maybe... Well, like, like American football. Yeah, the, the like when you watch a film. That's minutes. the reason it's in four quarters. Yeah. But maybe that, like when you watch a film, uh, or the production thing comes in, involved, but maybe it'll be at the front, so you get your adverts to begin with. It could be like at the cinema where you get all these adverts, like you get 20 minutes of adverts on a cinema. Um, it could be like that, so you've got 20 minutes of watching these adverts and like just nonsense bits, and then the show begins. And then we're going to break. We're going to go to our sponsors, which are x Likes. <laughs> Hemorrhoid applicators. <laughs> well, if I like that, they'd be humorous. Well, catapult so. that hemorrhoid. The windjammer method. Send today for the size of the cork you require. Keep your glass smear free with this. <laughs> Cliff Richards, JML, chamois leather. You're going to get all that. Buy a chamois and get his free new album. Yeah. Now that's what I call Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're going to get all that. And that's the downside of it. But it all comes down to economics, doesn't it? That's the downside of TV. I bet people were, I yeah. don't roll when they was like, what, they're going to televise gigs? Who's going to watch that? <laughs> I no, will not watch that televised. nonsense. Garbage. <laughs> That'll yeah. never catch on. No, it didn't really, did it? No. No. People selling what? Instant potato? What's, what's an instant potato? Smash. I've never seen an instant potato. Oh, smash, smash. Right. Smash, dead. Smash. It's one of that, wasn't it? that, them little tin robot things, weren't they? Yeah. If I remember rightly. Powered you did. potato. Yeah. <laughs> First thing you thought, on. Yeah. I did, actually. And, and the theme tune. Yeah. I don't, I don't know the theme tune. Um, I, uh, no, I've got. Um... I have a news, uh, not a, a news story, but I have an anecdote. Something that I heard. You've got to watch I had. A, I've got an anecdote. It's not a news story, but it's something I heard about Billy. Um, Eilish. Um, Billy Connolly. Billy Sorry. Idol. Billy Idol. Okay. Um, the Thailand military had to remove him from Thailand. Oh, why? Well, let me take you back. So back in the day when he was big, um, he split up from his his girlfriend or fiance or whatever, and he, he you know is a bit down about it. And him and his mate went off to Thailand on a big bender, right? right? But then it got to a point where alcohol really weren't cutting it anymore. So they they fell into a pit of drugs, and the drugs brought out the nasty side of uh, the rebel yell. Yeah. And him and his mate started smashing up hotel rooms, and they, they built up a, a bill of like twenty thousand pounds. So. Thailand had to bring in the military and they escorted him off. 
the military. Yeah, yeah, uh, and, yeah, and uh, it's not. They're not, quite keen on drug movement, aren't they? What? What? You know, they don't like people bringing it in and trying to sell it and things like that. I don't think any country is. Like well, no, well, they're very. They you like, try getting from, like, from like Dover. You don't want to get locked up in <laughs> a Thai, Thai jail. <laughs> you, you our own product. Believe me, <laughs> for, for, for being a, a mule. <laughs> you don't want to be a mule in Thailand. You don't. You end up in a curry. Don't do pantomime in but, Thailand. But strangely <laughs> enough, I've got another story about um, concerts and police and wrecking things. It were Motorhead. It was just at the beginning of their career. They just had some initial success, and they got this gig out in Helsinki. So they goes out to Helsinki and they plays this gig, and they had a real good time. You know what Motorhead's like. They, they got shandies out and had a couple of sherbets and they were they were happy. They're happy after the gig. So they wrecked the dressing room and damaged a lot at stage. And the promoter wasn't very happy. So he phoned the police and the police came along and they arrested them. Threw them in jail for three days. Three jail, three days. Morte languished in a in a Helsinki prison cell. Eventually, they let him out. Get back on your return flight and go. So they did. They get on plane, the seated on plane, and this this bloke's walking down aisle. It's the pilot, and he's not happy. And he marches straight up to him and says, "You lot are a disgrace to society. If you think you're going to mess about on my plane, you've got another thing coming. I will not tolerate any bad behaviour on my plane." Any mention about, and you're going to have police waiting for you when we get back to Heathrow. No, naughty boys. Understood? <laughs> so Lemmy says, okay. No, he didn't. I can imagine what Lemmy said. So the flight continues. The only bad thing that happened was Fassady Clout spilled his vodka and orange down the neck of a woman who sat in front of him. Easy done. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Turbulence. Yeah. Sorry? Turbulence. Well, he, he could have claimed that. Yeah. He could have claimed that. So, they're a bit worried about this, because she weren't happy. They land at Heathrow, and there's a look out at window. What's waiting on Tarmac? A cat. No, nope. police. Bloody police. Sting. So they thought, oh, God, we're in for it now. This is it. But luckily, they'd not come to arrest them. They'd come to arrest the pilot because he were drunk. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah, wow. what a twist of fate that one is. How did they know he was drunk? He must have been reported by one of the staff. Wow. But apparently the pilot was drunk, so the police were waiting to arrest him, not Motorhead. And Ooh. they saw it poetic justice, really. Yeah, that's a bit, bit of a shocker. Yeah. <laughs> but you <laughs> wouldn't know, would you? Because you, you never see him, do you? Because they're always lost. Why are we play. doing loop the loop? <laughs> Why is he sporadically doing the nosedive? Well, do we need to do a Victor roll? <laughs> but you, but you don't know, do you? If 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 he's flying that plane pissed and you're sat, you can't tell, can you? You can't tell. You've no idea. He might be asleep. He might be asleep all the way there. Autopilot. That big blow up thing comes up out of oh, like airplane. airplane. Can you fly this plane? Coming in hot. <laughs> <laughs> and, you're the only chance we've got. And 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 if lights played. And real pilot is getting it one of them. Yeah. You wouldn't yeah. know. No. Because he's always lost off plane. And that's because I reckon stewardess have to wake him up. 
<laughs> it turned into a it's conspiracy. Like the, it's, it's the captain, he's the last to leave, isn't he? He goes down with the ship. Yeah. So, oh. hold on. So, if so, are you awake? They've gone. In that respect, <laughs> when the plane's about to hit the ground, the captain gets out of the cockpit and runs to the back of the plane, so it's the last one. Yeah, <laughs> save yourself. <laughs> I'm the captain. I must get to the back. Yeah. But I just thought it was, I bet they were. They were thinking, oh, another three days in jail or whatever, a fine, or all that else thinking gig were a waste of time because we're not going to get any money out of it now. And yet, they don't come for them. They no. For them. You can just imagine Lemmy, though, sat there thinking. So what? That's it? I may have been not bothered. No, not really. <laughs> no, if you were a force of nature, weren't yeah. you? He probably wouldn't have been bothered. Yeah. Any, any more news? I've got a bit. Go on, then. Go on, then. So, do you remember an actor who um, ruined his career at the Oscars? Uh, I think his name was Will Smith. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. 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 Sorry, is it Will Slapper Smith? Will Slapper Smith. Right, okay. Yeah. Um, so, you know your career is going well when you start a podcast. Awkward. Um, <laughs> he started a podcast, oh and it's called uh, something like, uh, the 88 Club or something like that. It's about hip-hop. Hip-hop in, in 1988. Okay. And he's talking to, like, Queen Latifah and the remaining members of Run DMC. But Will Smith has now started a podcast. So from, I thought from they, winning an Oscar... I, for, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I thought the idea of doing a podcast is talk about stuff that you know. Will Smith knows hip-hop. Irony. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that were hard. That we're lost on you. <laughs> I guess it's just the deliverance. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going to do it. I was going to do it. There we go. <laughs> yeah, so um, the roles, I'm assuming, just aren't coming in because he's doing a podcast. Not that there's anything wrong with a podcast. I mean, because we're obviously legends at it. But, not, you know, Will Smith can't expect to get to the dizzy heights that we're at. No, no, no absolutely because not. Because we don't know no. what we're talking about either. No. no. I mean, I've got to the point where my black bin gets gets to, like collected twice a, a month. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh well, that's cutting edge news. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, uh, I've got a special because my black my black bin has a pink lid. <sighs> yeah. Well, don't let FBI get into contents of your black bin. No, I won't. I try and keep it. I try, try and keep it hidden away at all times. <laughs> Still talking about bins, right? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, what else would we be talking about? Well, so yeah, Will Smith's doing a podcast. Mm. Are you Are you going to be giving it a listen? Probably not. Actually, no, I, I might well, do no, no, Just out of curiosity. He's getting it enough plugs. Just out of curiosity. Oh, you're a guest? Yes, I'm a guest. Uh, I was big in the 80s with hip-hop. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I, we're going to say, so was Wayne. <laughs> I'm always big. We were, actually, me and Wayne were called as big as small. He was, guess which one I was? A Boom, A Boom was the first album. <laughs> <laughs> Who... Which British musical artist has had uh, has had a six month driving ban? Oh, music! Mm-hmm. Six month driving ban. I'm going to say Mick Jagger. Nope. You're going to have to thin it down a bit. This. Yeah. It's- All right. Britpop. 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 From Manchester. Uh, it's not one of Gallagher's, is Gallagher's. it? Gallagher's. Noel Gallagher has received a six-month driving ban because of unpaid speeding fines. Right. Now, the twist is, you Noel, drive. Noel Gallagher doesn't hold a driving licence. Oh, right. But he owns the car and he's registered for the user of this car and he has a chauffeur. 
So the chauffeur has been speeding or whatever, and Noel Gallagher's claimed that he, he's not received these um, fines. So, but he's had to pay a fine, a, a grand total of fine, and he's received a, a ban of so driving. he's got a ban. So this car for doing, to do something that he doesn't do anyway. Yeah, I don't quite understand it. And can't do. But no. he's taking full responsibility. How, how does he serve his ban if he can't drive? He don't. Sorry, drive. it's not speeding. It's unpaid. Singing, you meant you meant singing. No, no, it's not it's speeding. Sh- it's unpaid parking fines or something like oh, that. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, you meant singing so fines, didn't you? In, into, singing fines into his chauffeur. Well, if he's asking him, I think if Noel Gallagher's got sole responsibility of this car, so he owns the car and it's registered under his name. It's, it, the fine goes to the registered yeah. owner. So. Yeah, but can't you were isn't there something on it that says, "Are you the driver? Was you the driver of this vehicle on such and well, such a Well, no. If it's a parking fine, it don't matter. Yeah. So, and, and plus, it'd be really crap. Mm. It'd be a nasty thing to do for Noel if he was saying, "Well, it's not me. It's the chauffeur. Fine him, ban him." <laughs> <laughs> but it's not going to affect Noel if he doesn't drive for six months because he can't drive. Yeah. But yeah. But that's the type of thing that he'd do, wouldn't it? I think he'd shop his chauffeur, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> But you don't like the Gallagher's there. No, no, no time for him. Would you not go for a bike ride with him? No. No. Absolutely not. Would you not go for a bike ride with him? No. I think I would. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. You and Liam Gallagher no. around Richmond Park on a tandem. No. Him and his six toes. It would, his dodgy I, hip. I don't know it, which one would be more interesting, to be honest with you. None of them. They're not interesting in whatsoever. And I don't mean like I'm going to learn anything. I don't know. It would just be interesting to get. No, that's not fair. They're, they're interesting the, people. The, yeah, I, I, I think it would be. An interesting experience to find out what they are really like. I don't think you'd know. Away from the camera. Liam Gallagher does a very good Oliver Reed impression. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I I can do that. I I think you'd go up bike ride with him. Give me enough beer and I could do that. You'd go up bike ride with him and you wouldn't learn anything. I don't think that's well, true. Because I, th- I think they're that arrogant and stuck up their no, own ass. it's not the 90s anymore. I just don't think they'd be willing to... No, I think that'd be... I'd do that. Yeah, I'd go on a bike ride. I think this could be a new feature of ours. Who would you go on a bike ride with? <laughs> <laughs> we will. We'll have Who one. would you go on a bike ride with? Celine Dion. No. Where do you think no. Celine Dion would like to go on a bike ride? Where? Uh, yeah. Where would where would you take... If you were if you had a tandem and you go, okay, you've got, you've got an hour with Miss Celine Dion... Wait, wait, but this you, is, oh, where this are you going to take a, a very cheap version of where that, are you going to take drive thing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> where are you going to take Celine Dion on a tandem bicycle? Clifton Park, somewhere that's, flat. That's a good answer. Somewhere flat. Yeah, can I try? It? Right. All right, five Gris- ways in Sheffield. Grisbane Down. Grisbane Down. Running track at the nearest athletic circuit. That'd be the easiest way of doing it. Morrison's car park circular. <laughs> <laughs> and you got a, a five bag of sausage rolls and we share them. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. That's a good oh, idea. Ah, but, I'm liking that. Uh, but I think Morrison's do the best sausage rolls. Who has the spare one? Well, you know the man. And and wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm, I'm expanding on this now because I think the guest ought to bring a flask of coffee. <laughs> 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 they, they have to bring a condiment. A condiment. <laughs> one, it, one lump or two. Whoever brings piccalilli just automatically loses. Yeah. yeah. I think why, all right, why would you eat piccalilli? What's wrong with you? What? Why would you eat piccalilli? What's wrong with you? You haven't got time for piccalilli, have you? Who the hell? Wayne's <laughs> not got time for that. I ain't got time for piccalilli. No, no, yeah. No. no, I think that's, I think somewhere out there in TV land, you want to set, take up on this one. It would, be a, it would be a real winner. A real winner. 
Michael Jackson, bring him back. No. No. No, I think... No, he wouldn't have worked. No? No, he, no, he, he wouldn't meet his fellow musicians, so he would never work with a random stranger. Would uh, he? That's true. Yeah. I'd, I'd go to Bike Live with Jacko. Of course you would. Now, that would Pervert. be interesting. <laughs> what would you learn? Yeah, what would you learn, well, man? You could careful, have, you, careful what you, you say. Yeah. yeah. There's still lost. I'm of... not going to say anything like that. How's your, how's your monkey? <laughs> you just want to hear him go over a speed bump and go, check them out. I think we're heading down a slippery path then. I think we, we, should, uh, we should probably close this episode up. Just before we do close this though, okay. can I leave you with a thought? Go on then. So, did you know that Axel Rose is an amogram of oral sex? Good night. Oh, wait, wait. You've opened a can of worms here. Because now you've mentioned Axel Rose, I need to mention Slash. I've got some news about Slash. Oh, go, go on then. Go on then. Maybe. Maybe we're not closing on that oh, one. We're not going to. It's your own fault. See, if it'd be the other way around, what well, would it be closing? Yeah. Right, and good night. Good night. <laughs> Barbie movie. Oh, yeah. He's on music for anti Slash. He, he, he played guitar on I'm Just Ken. Yeah. Yeah, apparently he did, yeah. There you go. Yeah, all right. Oh. I've got some... Good night. <laughs> ah, there you go. <laughs> so, the new Guns N' Roses track, have we listened to it? Yeah. And what do you think? I haven't listened to it. Um, it doesn't think a lot. I'm, I'm still not sure yet. What, are you going to allow it to grow? Or yeah. you just think it's like... You, 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 no. you want to like it, but you're not... You yeah, don't think you do. yeah, I didn't instantly like it. But I'm gonna get a get yeah you know get enough uh, another two or three years another couple of listens. What, just do, you, to, what do you think? Um, initially, I thought, yeah, okay, it's not that bad. Uh, there's not a lot to it. It's no, just, I was expecting more. What I found extremely funny, not funny, odd about it is that there's no discernible. Oh. Guitar solos. Ah, considering no, you've got no. Slash there, yeah. there's no big solo in it. No. It's all, actually, it's almost like it was an Axl Rose solo project. Uh, I've got this track, boys. We're going to play this track. This from, is going to be the new from, track from, off from, the new album. Yeah, from Chinese uh, Democracy. You were on it at the time when I recorded it, but, you know, just, <laughs> you know, smile and look yeah. like you're happy. Yeah, play along. Yeah, it's one of them. It's one <laughs> yeah. of them. If you yeah. listen to it again... Yeah. And think, hold on, where's guitar part? Yeah. You'll hear it in background, but does there's it, no big solo. Does it no, need a big no solo? solo does it no. need a big solo? Sorry? Does it need a big solo? It's for slash. It, to, it needs I know, but like it needs some guitar work. And it, after all this time of having no new material, and this technically isn't not is not new. After all this time that they brought this new single out, preempting the new album. And the biggest selling point is slashing his guitar. But my point is There's not many GNR tracks well, that, have a solo on. that don't have a big guitar or, or a, but, a guitar solo in it. What Not I'm saying is, big, like but, with the Barbie yeah. film, why get Slash to play the rhythm on the Barbie song without a solo, right? Is it because he's it, it, good at choosing a rhythm, things to play, he's good at working on tracks that aren't necessarily about solos? Maybe he doesn't necessarily want to just be doing solos. Maybe he wants to put more work in his rhythm. I get that in that project. Because it still makes... Like, I get like, that in that project. But in a, in a Guns N' Roses project? Maybe, I don't yeah, maybe he doesn't no, want to just... Because if you think about his live sets, it'll be shredding every every song. Yeah. 
That's what the that's well that's supposed try, to be I'm, Guns N' Roses. I'm just trying to think of why they might have not done that. Because uh, Axel said or oral sex has been anonymous. <laughs> Axel <laughs> oral sex says no. That's a good one. And and I like that anagram and story. And what we'll do is we'll finish on that one, shall we? Bye. Sexual. Good night. <laughs>